This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Diana Bartolini, a speaker, writer, and spiritual director who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hello, everyone. Diana Bartolini with the Not Lukewarm Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about something quite simple and ordinary. And this topic actually came to me in the middle of the night. I have been having some horrible bouts of insomnia. And so when I wake up, the first thing I usually do is I pray. Sometimes I pray the rosary. Sometimes I just repeat the prayer, Oh Jesus, I surrender all to you. Take care of everything. Or other times the Lord and I have a deep, deep conversation (laughs) punctuated by God, please help me fall asleep soon. Nonetheless, I think oftentimes we spend our days wondering and waiting for something big to happen so that we can jump into action and do some great thing for God. And if you recall, a couple of weeks ago, I did an interview with Rachel Balducci and we talked about her new book, uh, No Such Thing as Ordinary. And we talked about this idea that we're often waiting for the big thing, the important thing that we're supposed to be doing for God, and we miss what is right in front of us. So I started to think, who in Scripture reminds me that it is the simple and ordinary things of life that God uses to get our attention and to help draw us closer to him and to really make the point that oftentimes the simple things are the important things and we don't need to look very far ahead of us or in front of us or behind us to find what we're really quote unquote supposed to be doing. You can't see the little air quotes over supposed to be doing, but you get my point. Elijah, I like the story of Elijah. It's in 1 Kings. Um, His story actually starts in chapter 17, and it's 17, 18, and 19. So it's a relatively short story. I'm not going to read the whole thing to you. I'm just going to read a small section from chapter 19 in a minute or so. Elijah is a prophet. And as I'm sure you recall, many of the prophets, if not all of the prophets, were not always welcomed. In fact, many of them were tormented by the very people they were trying to save by passing on to them the words that God had given them for the people. Elijah has just had a huge, huge prophetic moment. He's been fighting with the prophets of Baal, and Jezebel is not happy with him and wants to kill him. Not happy is somewhat of an understatement. Jezebel wants to kill him. And so he flees, which is a wise thing to do. And he's tipped off by, by Ahab about what's going on. So it's an interesting couple of pages to read if you have time. I would suggest that you do that. 1 Kings chapter 17, 18, and 19. Take a look at it. But not until the podcast is over. He goes off and he leaves his servant. He goes into the wilderness and he's not happy. So much so that in scripture, in verse 19, 4, it said he prayed for death. So this is how not happy Elijah is. He's praying for death. And he says, enough, Lord, take my life, for I am no better than my ancestors. 
And so then what does he do? He lays down and he falls asleep. After he takes a little bit of a nap, a messenger, maybe an angel, touches him and says, get up and eat. So he gets up and voila, there is a hearth cake and a jug of water. So he eats, he drinks, then he lay down again. Then the angel of the Lord came back to him a second time and says to him, get up and eat again, because you're going to be taking a long journey. And without the sustenance, it's going to be too much for you. So he did. He got up, he ate and drank again, and he set out to the mountain of God, Horeb. And he walked for 40 days and 40 nights. That's a long time. So yeah, he did need his strength. When he gets there, he really doesn't know what he's supposed to do, but he sees a cave and he decides he's going to take some shelter and maybe get some rest. The Lord comes to him and says, why are you here? And Elijah says, you know, I'm paraphrasing. I have done all that you asked. I've been zealous for you. But the Israelites, they have forsaken your covenant. Covenants. They're not listening. They've destroyed everything, your prophets, your altars. So here I am hiding because they want to kill me. God says to him, go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. The Lord will pass by. And this is where I, I love this section of verses. So it's 1 Kings 19, starting with verse 11 through 12. There was a strong, violent wind rending the mountains and crushing rocks before the Lord. So Elijah's thinking, oh, oh, this must be him. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, an earthquake. The Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. After the fire, a light, silent sound. And there, there was where God was, in the light, silent sound. And Elijah hides his face in his cloak, and he goes and stands at the entrance of the cave, and he has a conversation with the Lord. And in that conversation, the Lord tells him who he's going to anoint next, which is Elisha. That's a story for another time. The point of this is that we think God is not going to be in a nap or a snack or a still small voice. And you know what? He is. He is right there in front of us in the most ordinary, mundane, often boring parts of life. What's in front of you today that you can do and be zealous about? Yes, Elijah was zealous about calling the Israelites back to God because that's what God asked him to do. And so he embraced that task. Didn't go well for him, but he embraced it and did his best nonetheless. Are we embracing the tasks that God sets before us? It is not always easy because let's face it, a lot of life's tasks are boring or they're annoying. I know that for myself this week, Every time I have gone to my computer to do my work, there have been problems every single time. Even today, setting up for the podcast, I had no sound coming out. The, the microphone was not recording. I had to check all my settings. I have done for well over 100 podcasts. <laughs> Why today? I can tell you many more stories. That isn't the point. That so what is the point? The point is that when we are doing God's work, whether it be work that 
everyone sees and knows about or work that is visible only to him and just between you and him, it's important. And if we can be zealous for it, then we're doing his will. And some of you listening might think, okay, so I need to be zealous for changing diapers and laundry. Yes, yes. Because changing those diapers and doing that laundry and cooking all those meals and washing all those hands, that's our task at that moment. And it's important. And so maybe your task is that simple and that ordinary. But if we approach it and remember that it is a gift from God to be able to do those things, then our perspective shifts. And when our perspective shifts, we don't feel as run down and as if what we're doing is not important. In American culture, we focus so much on people's profession. And your profession is not who you are. And I say that as someone who has worked for many, many years in different professions, and they very much were who I was. And in the last few years, I've come to learn that that's not who I was. Do I believe that God called me to those roles? Absolutely. Did I do my best? Absolutely. But when I stopped having them, I had to take a look at, well, now who am I? What am I supposed to be doing? How do I make a difference? It just, again, comes back to, we make a difference in this world when we follow God's will. And we follow God's will mostly when we attend to the tasks that he puts in front of us and when we attend to the people that he puts in our life. And people and tasks can be difficult and messy, and they don't always go the way we want them to. And just like Elijah, sometimes we're thinking, I'm done. It's enough. Give me a rest. And, and maybe we don't go so far as praying for death, but we certainly say, Lord, enough. Enough, Lord. And then God says to us, why are you here? Why are we here? Well, we're here because he made us. We're here to love him. We're here to serve him. We're here to give him reverence and honor. That's what we're here for. And remember that while we're busy loving him and serving him and giving him reverence and honor, God also loves us. He doesn't necessarily serve us in the same way that we serve him or serve others, but he certainly gives us everything. And he honors us by trusting us with people that he loves. Does that make sense? Right? God gifts us the people who are in our lives. And sometimes the people in our lives were thinking, this is a gift. Can I return the gift? We've had those experiences where some people are less lovable or easy to deal with than others. It's not the point. The point is that we don't need to look far to serve. We don't need to look far to know what our tasks are. It's what's in front of us. And if we do those, if we do those with, with zealousness, as Elijah did, I think ultimately God honors that. And then he gives us the next task and the next task and the next task. And we may not have greatness at every moment of our lives, but God is still going to honor all that we do 
especially when we do it because we love him. That's my middle of the night thoughts for today. I hope they have been helpful. I'm going to give you a simple, ordinary, not lukewarm challenge for this week. Approach every day knowing that God has put these people and tasks in front of you and wants you to do them with him to the best of your ability. I hope that's not too much and I hope it goes well. I want to remind you as always, if you have a topic you would like me to cover, I am more than happy to do so. You can email me, go on my website, livenotlukewarm.com and use the contact form. And while you're there, if you would sign up for my newsletter, I would love that. If you're not interested in the newsletter, maybe you could give a shout out to someone about this podcast or leave a review wherever it is you listen to your podcasts. I hope you all have a great week. I will see you again next week. God bless you. And as always, continue to live not lukewarm. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, tell a friend, or leave a review wherever you listen. Show notes and links are at notlukewarmpodcast.com.